Yo, how's it going, everybody? It's Snow Eldridge from the Eldridge Podcast, and we are back for episode 25. Let's get right into it, man. It's good to be back. I'm super excited. Let's get right into it. I'm excited. So we're going to start with the Pat McAfee show today, one of the best podcasts out there. Everyone loves it, including me. He took a poll. This was about, this was today. Um, he said, is LeBron ruining the NBA with his flopping? Yes or no. And he took a poll with the fans. At the time I did it, which is was at 5.45 p.m. today, but it was already up for eight hours at that time. Uh, 66% was yes and 34% was no. I hate LeBron's flopping. It's bugged me for years, even though he's on the Lakers now and that's my team. He's not ruining the league with his flopping. Everyone does it. Trey Young's really bad. James Harden's really bad. I mean, and LeBron didn't start it. Derek Fisher was pretty bad. Tony Parker was pretty bad. And that was out of 217,000 votes, including mine. I voted no. But yeah, let me know what you guys think, because I say no, but I was in the uh, minority there. So, but yeah, who knows? So, all right, staying with the NFL here or not staying with the NFL here, switching to the NFL here, is Cole Beasley the best pure slot receiver in the league? I say yes. I mean, to be honest with you guys, I can't think of anyone else who comes to mind. This dude's a beast, man. I mean, he's coming off a career year where he was elected to the All-Pro second team, which is huge, and he finished as a fantasy wide receiver too. Uh, I mean, he's one of the best to just moving the chains and he had 53 receptions that went for first downs he's just a first down machine he had a whopping 76 percent catch rate and led the league in contested catch percentage at a whopping 81 percent there's a case to be made for beasley as the best pure slot receiver so i got these stats from showtime cadets that was a post i saw on instagram but yeah i mean i i can't think of anyone else i mean i don't know who i would even argue for i mean because it's pure slot receiver, someone who's always in the slot. Like, I can't think of someone who's that good. So, I mean, I'm sorry I can't give you guys a second, but I would have to go with Cole Beasley. But once again, let me guys, let me know what you guys think. Going, so staying with football here, we got the Broncos are planning to pursue Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, but they are not in on the Carson Wentz mix. This was via Troy Renk. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Deshaun Watson go to the Broncos. I think he would be great for them. And, yeah, I don't know if really Carson Wentz fits them. I don't know. That's just me. But, yeah, I'd be okay with the Broncos getting Deshaun Watson. So we'll have to see what happens there. All right, so we got to talk about the Colts for my boy CJ. I know he already knew this. He was actually the one who told me about this. But got to show some respect to the Colts. We will definitely have CJ back on the podcast very soon. I'll try to figure it out. But, Yeah, so there's a real possibility that cornerback Xavier Rhodes won't come back to the Colts next season per Zach Hicks of Stampede Blue. Xavier Rhodes, who is 30 years old, is expected to demand $9 to $11 million a year for his next contract, and that's just more than the Colts are willing to pay right now. This guy's delusional, bro. I mean, yes, he used to be great. I'm not going to deny that. Xavier Rhodes used to be amazing, but he's just not past two years he's been okay pretty good a starting cornerback but not that number one all pro pro bowler and he still thinks he is and i mean now he's 30 years old 9 to 11 million come on bro i don't even know if he's gonna get that anywhere 
maybe a desperate team like the Jaguars who want to win or someone who really needs a corner. I don't know who, but honestly, a team like the Cowboys who really need a cornerback would overpay for a guy like Xavier Rhodes. But good for the Colts. He's not worth that money. So, And they have Julian Blackman. They're going to be okay. So I don't think he's worth that money, and I think he's trying to bite off more he can chew, more than he can chew. So I just don't think that's I, – I just – that's just me. I don't think he's going to get that money anywhere, but that's just my opinion. Switching gears here to the NBA. This is breaking news from Woj, of course. Six-time All-Star forward Blake Griffin and the Detroit Pistons have agreed that he will be out of the lineup until the franchise and his representatives work through a resolution on his playing future, Pistons general manager Troy Weaver told ESPN. This was a shock to me. I mean, I knew he didn't want to be there, and I know... They don't really want him there. They want younger assets and pieces and draft picks. I mean, you saw the Derrick Rose trade. But, yeah, I mean, it did come as a surprise a little bit. I just, we're going to have to see what happens. I think, from what I've seen, he's either going to get traded for, like, a second-round pick or two or just get bought out. My prediction, I think he's going to get bought out. We'll have to see if I'm correct about that. But, yeah, I think he's going to get bought out. So we'll see, but I think he can go somewhere on the minimum or a low contract and be pretty good for someone, but we'll, we'll have to see. So we do have some sad news today. Vincent Jackson, three-time Pro Bowler, was found dead in Tampa on Monday, or today, at the age of 38. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office has launched an investigation. Uh, he played for the Chargers and the Buccaneers. Three-time Pro Bowler was amazing. Uh, yeah, he was really good for like three or four years. Uh, he was found dead in a Tampa Bay hotel room. And yeah, the police are investigating. So very sad. Um, so sorry for his family. RIP, like that's just crazy, man. I would have never expected this. 38 years old. Like that is just blows my mind. That's absolutely crazy. But once again, shout out to the Colts again. Uh Michael Pittman Jr., who is a very good young receiver for them, who I think will be very good. Uh, it said, RIP legend, I used to watch your highlights before every game in high school. He tweeted that. So, wow. It's just, it's really crazy. Uh, my prayers go out to his family. And, yeah, that that's just so sad. So, all right. Moving on here. Um, so... <laughs> I just, I can't even, I can't even believe this. Okay. So there was a poll on Instagram for basketball overdose. That's the name of the Instagram account. They put, who is the better player? LaMelo Ball or Elgin Baylor? 60% put LaMelo Ball. You have to be kidding me. Like you have to be kidding me. Like Elgin Baylor is amazing. Yes. And LaMelo Ball is very good, but Elgin Baylor, dude. Come on. I, I like I don't even want to talk about this. If you if you want to argue with me over this, like you're just dumb. I'm sorry. Like th- that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Just that that is 60% of people who just don't know basketball. Right there. Like that is ridiculous. More dumb things on Twitter. This was from Hoop Central. They tweeted this, but an NBA scout who will obviously go un- unnamed was talking about Andre Drummond. He said, and I quote, he can get you 30 to, oh, he can get you 30 and 20 and have no impact on the game. 
Yeah, you guys heard that right. He can get you 30 and 20 and have no impact on the game. NBA scout on Andre Drummond. Like, what? I don't care who you're talking about. I mean, Kyle Kuzma. If he gets 30 and 20, he's going to have an impact on the game. No one drops 30 and 20 and, yeah, what the heck? Like, he had 30 and 20? That's weird. Like, I didn't even... Like, what are you talking about, dude? Once again, I don't want to talk about this too long because I'm just going to get frustrated. And you guys know this is just BS. Like, come on. Just... I don't... I don't understand it, but... I mean, I don't know. I really don't get it, but... All right. Going to football here. Who would I take next season... For fantasy and then just for in general. Justin Jefferson versus DK Metcalf. Ooh, this is close, man. Both ways, too. Uh, fantasy and just taking a receiver. I think if I had to take a receiver just to have on my team, not fantasy, I would take DK Metcalf. And then fantasy-wise, oh my gosh, it's close. Oh, man. Fantasy-wise, I'm going to go with DK Metcalf as well because the Seahawks, I don't know. The Vikings really rely on Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins isn't that good. I'm taking Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins in this situation. So I'm taking DK Metcalf both ways, but I really like Justin Jefferson and I think he's going to be very good. So I'm not trying to take away from him at all. Both very good. I think I would just take DK Metcalf, but really, really close. Uh, Isaiah Thomas has been going a little crazy with the tweets here. This is little Isaiah Thomas, not the older one who played for the Pistons. He tweeted these two tweets. He said, my mindset just different. I won't ever fold. I'm built for this journey. And the second one he put was, you know they hate when you become more than they expect. So, I mean, he's just trying to get attention on him. He's trying to get signed. I totally understand it. I hope he does get signed. I just don't know if I see it happening. But, yeah, I think he deserves to be on a team. He's he's had a lot of funny quotes and has honestly spit a lot of facts, man. But... He's just, he's not getting signed. It sucks, but I hope he gets signed very soon. That would be awesome. All right, question of the day here. This was from Hoops Mix Only on Twitter. They asked, what player made you fall in love with basketball? I'll start, and it's a gif of LeBron James. For me, this is pretty easy. I would go with Kobe Bryant. I just, I watched him when I was little. I mean... I don't remember a lot about basketball, watching basketball when I was little, but one thing I do remember is Kobe Bryant and the Los Angeles Lakers. They they were my team, and my dad made me watch every game, and I was little, little, but it's Kobe, man. And I know that's a generic answer, but it's Kobe. I mean, favorite player on my favorite team all time. I mean, what else do I need to say there? So, Kobe Bryant. All right, moving on here. The Oh, Patrick Mahomes tweeted. So we're going a lot on Twitter today. I was on Twitter a lot today, so we're, we're working with Twitter, which may not be the best thing. But Patrick Mahomes tweeted day one with a clock, just saying, I'm ready to get to work. Let's get going. And that was at 7.33 a.m. today. And the Kansas City Chiefs 
basically took that tweet, reposted it, or retweeted it, and put, let's get working. So, Chiefs are ready to go, man. I'm excited to see them go next season. Should be good. I think they'll be uh, back in the Super Bowl, but we'll have to see. That's a prediction for another day. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Let's see here. Moving on to the next topic here. Sorry, I'm looking through my stuff. Sometimes I don't have... Oh, here we go. I thought this was absolutely crazy, guys. So, Jamal Williams has been in the NFL for four years and has touched the ball 622 times. He has never once fumbled the football. This tweet was from NFL on CBS, so shout out to them. But that is ridiculous. I'll repeat it one more time. Jamal Williams has been in the NFL for four years has touched the ball 622 times and has never once fumbled the ball. That's crazy. Like, I know he's a backup running back, but, like, that's just, like, that's awesome. That's, like, that's just crazy. Like, this is just one of those weird stats. Like, you're like, Jamal Williams? Like, what? But, yeah, another weird stat for you guys here, staying with football. The Buccaneers faced Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees this season. However... There's only one NFL quarterback who had a rating higher than 125 against Tampa Bay. It was Justin Herbert with 137.9. This kid is the real deal. I've said it many times on the podcast, but this dude is going to be great. I'm telling you, man. He's just a beast. If LA gets him help and gets him a good old liner on him, oh, man. He's, oh, man. He's going to be great. I'm telling you. Oh, I saw a pretty funny NFL meme. It was Tom Brady coming home to his wife and kids, and it was Tyron Matthews. I don't know if it's uh, – yeah, it's probably his wife, his wife or his girlfriend, and uh, their three children. <laughs> it's just – oh, man, poor Tyron Matthew, poor Honey Badger. He's he's a legend, but, I mean, Brady, Brady got up in his face. By the way, I should have done it this episode, but I'll do it next episode. I'm going to do – my review and everything on the Super Bowl. I know I'm late on that, but I do want to get my opinion out there and talk to you guys about it. So I will do that next episode. But, oh, so this was Bart Scott. He went on Get Up on ESPN and said, if Carson Wentz goes to Chicago, that makes Chicago, I believe, a Super Bowl contender. Uh, Yeah, you heard that right. I'll repeat it. If Carson Wentz goes to Chicago, that makes Chicago, I believe, a Super Bowl contender. That is the full quote. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Yeah, the guy who was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL last season? I think he's still going to be good, but... And I have said, the Bears are one good quarterback away from going to a Super Bowl, but Carson Wentz is not it. I'm talking a Deshaun Watson, and that's if they don't have to give up a bunch, or, you know what I mean, a really good quarterback. And Wentz has looked awful, and that's a lot of pressure on him, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders if they get him. But we'll just have to see what happens. Question of the day once again. Will the Cowboys sign Dak to a deal or will they let him walk? Ladies and gentlemen, they will sign him to a deal. I do not want to see it happen, but just knowing Jerry Jones, he's going to give him. And he'll sign him to a four-year, $40 million contract. We want five. He wants four, but he apparently has the leverage, which makes no sense to me. But, I mean, that's a conversation for a different day. 
But, yeah, I mean, I don't get it. But I think we're going to pay him. That's my prediction. We'll have to see what happens. Staying with the NFL here, former NFL player Adam Pacman Jones was arrested Monday and charged with one count of misdemeanor assault, according to TMZ Sports. Court documents said Jones punched and kicked a person in the head until the person was unconscious. Per Zach Mokaliffe, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry, of WCPO. Does this surprise me? Hell no. I mean, it, it, Adam Jones is a head case, man. He was good, but... I mean, it just got to the point. It's like, uh, you're not that good enough to where we can put up with your shit. So you're out of here. And yeah, I mean, now he's retired, but that dude is an absolute head case. I just, I don't get it. But yeah, I mean, doesn't surprise me. I mean, I hope he stays out of trouble, but I think we all know who he will keep getting in trouble. All right. Another question of the day Quick look at Andy Dalton's stats before I ask this question. This was for the 2020-2021 NFL season. He had 2,170 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 8 interceptions. Question of the day, will he be back in Dallas? Oh, yeah, just to let you know, going back to the Dak question, I do not want us to sign him long-term, but I think we will. And same thing for this question. I want us to re-sign him, and I think we will let him go. I've seen a lot of stuff saying he will go to the Broncos, which I hope not. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, is Andy Dalton that much better than Drew Locke? I I mean, I don't even think he's better than Drew Locke, but I mean, a lot of people hate Drew Locke. That's one of the things. I talk to a bunch of people and they're like, oh my gosh, Drew Locke sucks. I'm like, man, am I the only person who likes Drew Locke? I mean, me and CJ like him, but I mean, there's not a lot of people out there that like Drew Locke, but I would like to keep Andy Dalton. I don't think we will. So we'll just have to see. Oh my gosh, I thought this was hilarious. The daughter of the Lombardi Trophy designer wants an apology from Tom Brady saying he disgraced and disrespected the trophy during the Bucks Super Bowl celebration. If you guys are living under a rock, Tom Brady threw the Lombardi Trophy to a different... He was on a boat and he threw the Lombardi Trophy to the other boat and they caught it and no damage was done to it. And this, the daughter came out and the daughter of the Lombardi Trophy designer came out and said they should apologize. Like, they want it. Yeah, you may have designed it. But, I mean, and here's my question. Because to the people out there who are like, this is so disrespectful. Are you kidding me? I hate Tom Brady. But to me, this isn't disrespectful. I mean, at the end of the day, they caught it and no damage was done. And it's their property now, so they can do whatever the heck they want with it. But... I'm sorry, daughter of the Lombardi Trophy designer, where were you when Rob Gronkowski dented the Lombardi Trophy? Where were you when all that was going on? Because that's pretty disrespectful, damaging it. You could say that's disrespectful. I mean, I, I say it's your trophy, do whatever the hell you want with it. But, I mean, you call this dis- disrespectful, but you don't want to call Rob Gronkowski denting the trophy, actually damaging it. You don't want to call that disrespectful. It's just makes no sense but no i don't question of the day should tom brady apologize for throwing the lombardi trophy no i don't think he should and i don't like tom brady and i have my opinions on him but no i don't think he should so all right switching gears to the nfl here breaking news from Woj shocker reporting with brian windhorse the cleveland cavaliers are no longer planning to play center andre drummond as they work to trade the two-time all-star prior to the nba's march 25th deadline sources told espn 
Cleveland is starting to gouge the market on Andre Drummond, but there is no serious ongoing trade discussions with any team now, sources tell ESPN. There have been no discussions on a buyout of his $28 million expiring contract. I've seen some mock trades and different type of things, but yeah, I mean, I hope he gets traded. I'd like to see him go to the Raptors or the, I mean, obviously the Lakers, but there's just no chance. Uh, The Raptors or the Celtics or the Hornets. Those are the three that I would like to see him go to. Just not the Nets. I mean, at this point, I just don't want him to go to the Nets. And from what we just heard right there, I don't think he's going to be like getting bought out. So I don't think he's going to be going to the Nets. And the Nets can't trade for that $28 million contract, even though it's an expiring contract. So they just don't have enough money. So the Nets are missing out on Andre Drummond. I'm good with it. So, yeah. I also saw something about him going to the Knicks because he's kind of from near that area. But, I mean, they have Mitchell Robinson, so that doesn't really make sense to me, unless they're planning to trade Mitchell Robinson. But, yeah, here's another one about Andre Drummond. The Raptors and Cavaliers are engaged in active trade discussions surrounding Andre Drummond, per Shams. So, we'll have to see. I did see a mock trade of Siakam for Andre Drummond. I think that's a really good trade for both teams. I'd probably give it to the Cavaliers, but, yeah. Actually, shout out to Pascal Siakam. He went to New Mexico State. And I'm from New Mexico, so shout out to Pascal Siakam. I'm a New Mexico Lobos fan, but so New Mexico State's kind of our rival. But shout out to Siakam for going there and making it to the league, man. If you guys don't know his story, you guys got to check it out. But quick side note here, I want to talk about it. He was actually going to become a priest. And... Uh, I don't know if you guys remember him. He's a former NBA player. He might still be playing, but I'm pretty sure he's retired. Luke Umbamute, he convinced Pascal Siakam to go to the NBA. He said, I know priesthood's calling you, but I, and he, anyway, he convinced him. Pascal Siakam was drafted in the second round, killed it in the G League, won the G League championship with Fred Van Vliet, goes to the league is a good bench player, becomes a starter, wins the NBA championship with Kawhi Leonard, Fred VanVleet, along with Kyle Lowry, Marcus Saul, Serge Ibaka, Coach Nick Nurse, and all those guys. So, pretty crazy story, man. And he came out of little New Mexico, so you love to see it. But, yeah, anyways, I would love to see Drummond go to any of those places, Raptors, Hornets, or Celtics. But I don't think Celtics will happen. Raptors and Hornets look pretty good. It's looking like Raptors right now. If I had to make a prediction, I'm going to go with the Raptors. Final answer. I'm going to go with the Raptors. So we'll have to see what happens. But all right, going or sticking with the NFL. Or, I'm sorry, sticking with the NBA here. The Lakers played the Nuggets the other night. We don't want to talk about it. The Nuggets beat us, and I'm very frustrated with the Lakers. Anthony Davis got hurt. He has a strained calf. He's out two to three weeks. But let's just talk about a good thing from that game. Caldwell Pope gets a wide-open three and bricks it, which is fine. Kuzma, killer Kyle Kuzma, comes out of nowhere and just posters Michael Porter Jr. You guys got to look up this video if you guys didn't see it. But, oh, my goodness. Kyle Kuzma just comes out of nowhere and just yams on this dude. So good for Kuzma, man. Everyone's hating on him. I have at times as well, but I've tried to keep believing in him and 
we have. So <laughs> hopefully he starts getting it going. I mean, he had a pretty good game. I think he had, I had it up here. Yeah, he had 19 points, eight rebounds, and an assist. LeBron had 22, 10, and nine. But yeah, we we lost. Not a good game. But and Davis got hurt. But what are you gonna do? There's a lot of games. Hopefully we can get better. All right, going to the NFL here. I so okay. It's it's another question. It's pending free agent Sammy Watkins. Should the Chiefs resign him or let him walk? This is kind of a complicated answer for me. So. Yes, I think they should re-sign him, but if they don't, it's fine. Like, knowing Sammy Watkins, he's probably going to want a bunch of money. If he wants a bunch of money, just let him walk. But if he's willing to sign a contract he's worth, a reasonable contract, then I'd re-sign him. But if he's trying to get a big old payday, then no. I say just let him walk. He's not worth it. Going to the NBA here, this was NBA Rumors. This is from Fadeaway World. He does a lot of mock trades, and I'm just going to give my thoughts on the trade. So the Celtics would get Kristaps Porzingis, and the Mavericks would get Kemba Walker, Peyton Pritchard, Robert Williams, and two future picks. My problem with this is it says two future picks. Are those first-round picks? Are those second-round picks? I don't know. But... Because that could really change it. If it's a first and a second, two seconds, two firsts, I don't know. But I would say the Celtics win this trade because they have so many picks anyway. It doesn't matter. I don't know if Kemba and Luka would play great together. Peyton Pritchard's good. He's good off the bench for them. And Robert Williams is okay. He's young. But I think the Celtics win this trade. They desperately need a center. That's why I want them to get Andre Drummond too. It's kind of weird. I used to hate the Celtics, but now I actually kind of like them besides Jason Tatum. But yeah, I really like the Celtics. I love Jalen Brown. So yeah, but no, I think the Celtics would win that trade. Going to the NFL now, this was from Broncos base. It's kind of a Broncos fan account and they just cover all the Broncos stuff. So according to Tony Pauline, Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, of Pro Football Network, people within the Broncos are not sold on Drew Locke and are quote down on him pauline went on to say that he heard from people who are close to the broncos that they had to quote dummy down the playbook late in the year to help lock out i'm not sure how much truth there is to this but it's not a good look that's what they put so it is a rumor but i mean seems pretty seems pretty real i mean sorry you had to dumb it down he's a young quarterback like I just, I'm so done with the Drew Locke hate, man. Like, he's good. No, he's not a top five quarterback. No, he's not a top 10 quarterback. But he's good. And he's going to get better. And your defense was destroyed this year with injuries and people getting suspended. And you know what I mean? I mean, you didn't have Von Miller the whole year. AJ Boye was hurt and got suspended. And now you guys just released him. Uh, He didn't have Cortland Sutton all year. Judy was a rookie. Now they're finally going to have a year together within training camp and stuff. Like, chill out, man. But I don't know. We'll have to see. I think they're going to get rid of him, but I hope not. Switching gears to the NBA here. This was most points scored by a 36-year-old or older. Number one, Kobe Bryant with 60 points. Number two, Michael Jordan with 51 points. Tied for second with Michael Jordan with 51 points, Jamal Crawford. 
Number, I guess, three, you would say, or the fourth person on the list, LeBron James with 46. And the fifth person on the list tied with LeBron James with 46 points is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. None of these surprised me except for Jamal Crawford. I knew I knew Kobe 60 would be on here. I knew Jordan balled out when he was older and LeBron and Kareem. I mean, Kareem played till he was 39 or 40. LeBron's killing it right now, and Jordan and Kobe were both great when they were older as well. And I knew Crawford was great, but 51 points? Holy moly. Man, we how many games does this team win, this starting five, in today's NBA? That is a question. I think this team wins the title. Jamal Crawford, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, and Kareem. Yeah, this team wins the title. I think in today's NBA. That wasn't a part of the question, but hey, I'm just throwing it out there. That seems amazing. (laughs) But, oh, I want to give a quick shout out to Mason Plumlee, man. He went to the Detroit Pistons and actually is playing pretty good. He had a triple-double. They beat the Pelicans. He had 17-10-10, man. I mean, you just don't see Plumlee. I mean, you don't really see Plumlee score 17 points alone. And yeah, he'll get 10 rebounds occasionally, but 10 assists too, man. Shout out to Plumlee. That was yesterday, uh, February 14th. That was that game. But yeah, pretty crazy. All right, last thing for today, sticking with the NBA, 20 plus point games this season. Ben Simmons has two. Luguens Dort for the Oklahoma City Thunder has three. Yes, you heard that correctly. Lou Dort has more 20-plus point games this season than Ben Simmons. You heard it here first. I hate Ben Simmons. I love hating on him. you love to see it. But, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. I know you guys probably wanted to see a Super Bowl reaction, but uh, I'm sorry I didn't put that out. But I will try to do that very soon. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. I'm really enjoying this, trying to get more people to come on. And, yeah, I'm really excited about this, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. And I'll see you guys later. Peace out.